from worlds beyond to write at the gaming table. These are all my fantasy children. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Aaron. Welcome all to all my fantasy children. My name is Aaron Catano Saez. And my name is Jeff Stormer. And this is a podcast in which we take your listener prompts and we take each prompt and we uh, we put it in a, in a bowl with a little bit of breadcrumbs, some olive oil. Uh, what we do is we take some paprika oh. and some garlic and we kind of we, we, we toss that. Right. Yeah. We bake that at about 350 for about 10 minutes. We pull that out while that's baking. We take some uh, some mayonnaise. We take some sour cream. Damn. I've been watching a lot of been watching a lot of cooking gifts lately. I've been watching a lot of Top Chef. So I'm like so I'm like Jeff, do you really think you could win this cooking challenge with mayonnaise and paprika? Well, here's the thing. I don't know if I'm going to be able to win it with no utensils. I've been watching a lot of Cutthroat Kitchen. Oh so. shit. <laughs> it's like no. Okay. So, so wait, you want to make a character this week or something? I, I do, I or, do. I mean, I mean, we could just talk about cooking shows. Well, I mean, we could. I mean, fuck it, who cares? But we're back. Yeah, we're back. We're back and better than ever. Yeah, I'm let's feeling not, so... Let's not make promises just yet. No, I'm feeling strong, but I'm not feeling better than ever. I feel... I feel about as exactly as good as I did before we took the, <laughs> our one week break. Yes, I feel about as recharged as I was when I had no energy. Yeah. Um, we do have a fucking prompt this week that's been sitting in the back burner for months. Yep, yep. It's gonna okay. be a good one. It's gonna this... be a good one. I'm real excited about it. Okay, this is from January 22nd. Just so people know that if your prompt isn't used right away, we got you. This is from Twitter user Quinn Wilson at Monkey Pie Quinn. The prompt is <laughs> Bazooka Joe Pesci. <laughs> It's a good one. It's a good prop. It's a winner. It's so amazing. That's a good. It's a good. It's simple. I feel like yes. I feel like we're 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 going in. You know, we took a break. We're we're sort of putting our toes in the water. Yes. This is. I think. I think we could call this like welcome to season two. You know what I mean? Like we took a break. We're almost at our one year anniversary. This is like welcome back. Uh, actually, I, this is when I reveal that I'm actually James Stormer, my evil twin. Fuck. There's a whole twist. So yeah, I guess I see it. Yeah, and I'm actually uh, a a trench coat full of rats that oh. have access to a microphone. That actually, you know what? I I I, list, I re-listened to all of season one earlier. I think I picked up on that. I don't Did think I'm just, I don't think I'm terribly surprised. Uh, there were some <laughs> scenes where I was like. Is that a trench coat full of rats? Is that a paper plate with a face drawn on it and some some pasta for hair? Some clever foreshadowing, I think we picked up on that. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, like, I'm feeling good. I'm yeah. ready to go. Let's go. So what game are we playing today, Jeff? Uh We are heading back to the future, back <gasps> to the, the very near future of Cyberpunk 2020. That's like tomorrow. <laughs> yep, it is. It's it's now, it's, it's now significantly earlier in the future than it was last time we played this game <laughs> i know we're getting real close and i still don't have like a sweet trench coat yet oh i could probably buy one though is the thing yeah but like the that would make it real my glasses are still like plasticky metal they're not like 
big honking visors yet. Oh, I have my Geordie LaForge visor. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I think that's just partially that I'm, I'm not cool. Is the but problem. I wear mine backwards. Like, I wear mine, like, you know how you used to put a visor on backwards and yeah. upside down? Mm-hmm. That's what I do with my Geordie LaForge. Mm, that chat makes sense. That's a good look. That's a winning look. But it's also the kind of thing that a trench coat full of rats would do. So, like, <laughs> once again, the, the, the foreshadowing was all there the whole time. Damn it. This secret is out and this terrible. <laughs> well, that's fine. I'm just going to rotate rats to who controls the head now. And then it'll right. be like a completely new thing. Yeah, that sounds right. That's that's it's kind of like a Doctor Who regeneration where it's just a new rat, which makes <laughs> sense. <laughs> when the rat dies, it's just <laughs> replaced by another rat. It's Doctor Who. But with a rat full of trench coats. All my fantasy children, ladies and gentlemen. Rat full of trench coats is my industrial grunge band. <laughs> oh, shit. What's your, all right, then if that's the case, what's your first hit single? Uh, our first hit single is Upside Down Jordy LaForge Visors. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. He's got an answer for everything, don't you, James Stormer? I do. I do. All right, so we should probably eventually create a character. Yeah, they don't give a creation fuck. Podcast. I mean, we could just talk shop. I'm kidding. <laughs> All right. So we've got a lot of tables to roll on. So let's get rolling. <laughs> let's do it. Pun intended. Oh, shit. Uh, the first thing we got to do is figure out what Bazooka Joe Pesci's look is like. <laughs> okay. Roll me a D10. All right. Three times. Alrighty. This is a D8. I'm going to keep that in so people know how bad I am at this still. We're like 40 episodes in. D10. How many times? Three times. Well, give me them one at a time. Nine. Great. That was the number I wanted you to roll for that. Fuck yeah. Eight. And okay. eight. Okay. <laughs> Not good? Um. Well, I think we're going to have to pivot. I think we're pivoting because I, I knew that this was a table option and I, I'm ready with the pivot. Okay. Um, Bazooka Joe Pesci. Yes. He wears, uh, he wears spike-heeled boots. What? So, like, stilettos? He wears, he wears cool-ass boots. He's got neat, short hair. Okay. And, um, as far as clothing, that's it. (laughs) What? For some reason, Cyberpunk 2020 feels the need to make a tenth of their characters just bare-ass naked. Shut up! That can't be true, Jeff! I can't breathe! He's just just naked as the day he was born. But his hair is so neat! But he's got John Cena hair. He's got the he's got the military fade. But wearing knee-high stiletto boots. Knee-high stiletto boots. This is so fashionable. Now now here's uh the pivot that I think that we have to make. Because we're in the, we're in the, we're in the, the dystopic future of 2020. Yes. Science has run rampant. It's just one of those, like, uh, clickbait articles that, like, would show a picture of Bazooka Joe Pesci in the heels and the cropped hair. And it's like, has science gone too far? Click here to find out. And you're just like, I don't have to click that to know yes. (laughs) (laughs) So science has run rampant. Um, mankind's experiments have gone too far. And I don't think Bazooka Joe Pesci is a human. Oh, shit. Okay, but, uh, okay, that's fine, Jeff. That's great. So what, we have a cyborg, an android, that still has their goodies just hanging out. Well, it could be a cyborg, it could be an android, it could be all kinds of strangeness. 
But I think that the three things that it will most likely be are a ninja. Stop it. Are a mutant. No. And probably in its in its <laughs> late teens to early 20s. You are killing me! That, ladies and gentlemen! This, uh, we don't talk about this beforehand. So Jeff has just thrown on me that this motherfucker is a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Well, that explains the, that explains the nudity. Okay. Yes! Yeah, okay. And it, it explains okay. the boots because, because he's an action figure, right? So he's got yeah. cool-looking boots. Yes, of course. Um, yeah, okay, this does help justify the nudity because that would have been... A, I don't even want to know, honestly... Where we could have gone, I was trying to think of like a literal, like a computer that wears boots that's like wheeled around. I was like, yo, we are fucked. This episode is headed for the dumpster. So, nope. oh my God, you have saved us once again. You're the Eagles to my Sam. Roll me a D100. My God. As we get into TMNT and other strangeness. Oh God, Bazooka Joe Pesci, what have we done to you? Uh, three. 33. Urban animal. Okay. So is that like a rat? Please be rats in a fucking trench coat. <laughs> roll me another. Well, he can't wear a trench coat because he's naked, but roll me another <laughs> D100. 48. He's not a rat. Okay, that's fine. If you that's had fine. rolled 51 to 55, he would have oh, been a rat. Damn it. Okay, what that's fine. What is, is a mouse. <laughs> With meat hair. No, it's not. It's a is mouse. It's a mouse. With meat hair. And knee-heist little boots. Named Bazooka Joe Pesci. Okay. That's fine. That's great. How right. exciting. I'm pulling up a mouse. Of course it's naked. It's a mouse. Well, he's a mouse. He's a mouse person. It's a mouse person. Rodents. Uh, I'm going to write some stuff down. Their size level, so he, uh, Roden, Bazooka Joe starts at size level one, so he's very tiny because he's a mouse, he's a mouse. So it's an actual mouse size. At least for, yeah, for now. We have the option to change that because we have, we have 80 bio E points. Yo, that is a ton. So, um, the first thing we need to do is decide on size. Okay, perfect. For one, we probably want to go to... At least six or seven. How tall does that make Bazooka Joe Pesci? Uh, for six, six to six to eight would give us like three to four feet. I'm okay with that. That's a good like talking mouse size. Okay, so we're gonna go up. We're gonna go with size six. How many points did I spend to get that? Uh, I'm gonna tell you in a second. Okay, because I'm taking this very seriously. I want to make this the best Bazooka Joe. Pe By the way, I haven't contributed anything this episode. And I think it's besides cackling and like, I can't, I'm just screaming. And I just want our listeners to know. 25 points. Damn! To make him fucking three feet? He's from the size of a mouse, yes. <laughs> hey man, I'm just trying to hustle these E-points. Be, be thankful that he's not a full, that he's not, you know, six feet tall, or else that would have been half of our bio E-points just gone. Let's talk about how cute those boots would have been if he was just a mouse. <laughs> oh, they would have been adorable. It would have been, we would have been on some real, like, fucking um, Stuart Little shit. Yeah, but now we're on, like, Puss in Boots, but with a yeah. mouse. Yeah, and it's adorable. Yeah. All right, so we got 55 left. That ain't bad. Yeah. We got 55 left. Left. Now we start laying out the features. <laughs> yeah, this is where it gets hard. Uh, do you want... We're going to start with the hands. Okay. I'm just going to run down the list. For five points, you can have partial hands. 
10 points, you can have full hands and fingers and all of that. What are you thinking? I think Partial. full hands. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We're flipping a coin. Flip a coin on this. All right. Uh, what do you want for full hands? Heads or tails? I'll take heads. All right, let's go. Too bad it's tails. All right. I did not fudge that, by the way. But partial so we have, hands. So it's like a mouse hand. Yeah, I'm going to pull up what hands, what partial hands are. Yeah, welcome to actually playing these games, people, where the audio medium, it's, it's friendly toward playing these games, but at times it involves a lot of research and time. But that's okay, because it's worth it in the end. Because Bazooka Joe, I promise, when we get there, we'll be... Terrible. Oh, it's gonna be great. <laughs> terrible. Okay, yeah. So I think so. Partial hands are like formed hands, but you don't get opposable thumbs, and you still have like claw, like rat or mouse claws. Okay, so it's cute little mouse hands. Yeah. Okay. Cute little mouse hands. That's not bad. Yeah, but they're like, but they're purse, but they're but they're size appropriate. <clears throat> but that means no thumb. That means like no holding like a future gun or like a lightsaber. Right, yes. Oh, that, that's a bummer. That's, I, if you want to bump that up. Nope. The okay. Jeff, we, we, I mean, I can't, there's no takesies, backsies. All right. Is, is Bazooka Joe Pesci, uh, is he, is he partially bipedal, fully bipedal, or on all fours? Uh, I'm going to go with, uh, fully. I want to go for okay. fully. So that's 10 points. Yeah, okay. So that was, partial hands was five? Yeah. Okay. Where's that put? Is that? We're at 40 now. All right. Um, speech. Partial, full, or none? P- full, please. Yeah, I don't want to go pelter again. No, there's no pe- ah, No. <laughs> full speech. So that's another 10 points. Okay. Um, Looks. There's three options. Okay. None, which is a muzzled head with pointed nose, widely okay. spaced eyes, round ears on the top of the head, thick fur, long naked tail, thick body, short arms and legs. Partial, slightly muzzled head, ears on the top of the head, thick neck and body, short tail, Think a biker mouse from Mars. God, what an image. And then 10 points gets you full, which is just a sharp nose, protruding ears, thick hair, rounded body. Yeah, the fucking, the sexy, uh, the sexy mouse costume. Yeah. So I want to go with the first one, where this is just a talking mouse. Okay. But what are you, what are you thinking? I, I think, I was thinking partial. Okay. I was thinking like... I'm thinking real specifically, like, action figure. Ooh. Like, Biker Mouse from Mars action figure. Oh, then, yeah, I'm down with that. Yeah, now that I know you have a vision, I'm I'm jumping on board. Yeah, I'm picturing Biker Mouse almost, yeah, I'm basically, because that's cyberpunk, right? And his name is fucking Bazooka Joe. Like, not thinking the gum, I'm thinking, like, a motherfucking oh. RPG. Yeah, which I think almost means that we have to go with fully opposable hands. Unless he has a shoulder-mounted... No, he's got a he's got a oh. shoulder-mounted bazooka. Oh, this is all, like... He doesn't have to hold it. This is the future, Jeff. He could be, like, uh... Oh, does he have psychic control of a bazooka? He might. I was thinking, like, uh... Who does long... Who runs in the Marvel Universe that, like, game show that, like, Longshot is on? Mojo? The Mojo yeah. person? I was thinking, like, Mojo or, like, Modoc. Like something, mm. it's going to be something like along those lines. Okay. But, well, in that case, I'm back to I'm back to to none. No, I'm back to to just being mouse body, and I like <laughs> the flying chair. Yes. Okay. Okay. So, how much does a uh, mouse body cost? None. That's no points. Oh shit! We're still at thirty. Let's go. All right. Natural weapons. <laughs> okay. Does he have claws? And does he have teeth? <laughs> what? If he has no teeth. Is it just like he gums his food? He just, well, he can't. He doesn't have like big, oh, honking, like yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like teeth. super teeth. Okay, I'm thinking both. I'm thinking both, and I'm thinking all of his powers. Yeah, 
Because that's 15 points. What do you mean all of his powers? He has two special powers that he unlocks by being a... fuck yeah. They're advanced hearing. Okay, oh boy. And digging. Stop it. This motherfucker can dig? Yeah, for for 10 points. Okay, so uh, the ears and the teeth, right, got us. That was 15. Claws and teeth are 15, yeah. So we have 15 to spend. How much are both of these? That perfectly maps out to 15. Ooh, these are sick. All right, so now we get to describe this visual. (laughs) Before we start rolling on, like, origins and stuff. Of course, of course. What we've got is just a mouse. Yep. That is three foot tall. Yep. Actually, roll me, uh, roll me 2d6. Okay. Because it's technically 24 inches plus 2d6. Eight. 32, so a little under three feet tall. Okay, it's a little guy. That's the size of a large dog. (laughs) (laughs) It's a two foot tall mouse that can dig, has super teeth, what, super Super teeth? teeth, Super teeth and claws. Super teeth and claws and super hearing and digging ability. This thing's an animal. And cool spiked boots. Cool spiked boots and really neat hair. Yeah, and a John Cena buzz cut. This is awesome. He flies around in, in a chair. Yes. He's got a flying chair. Okay, of course. That has bazookas on it. How many bazookas? Six of them, because there are three, three, you know, like, he's got the armrests. Of course. Above his arm, where his arms, like, next to the armrests are just mm-hmm. three, like, three-tiered bazookas. I think that's really awesome. Okay, is there one big bazooka on the back? Like, you know, there's the smaller ones, and then there's, like, the fucking proton cannon. Mm. I, or is yes. it or is it just like they're all missile launchers? Because I like the idea of a proton cannon on the back. Big proton cannon right over his head. Yes. Mouse Modoc. And I'm just gonna preemptively say, uh well, no, we have to roll on it. I'm not gonna preemptively say anything. Okay, good. There's a lot of things that we a lot of things to roll on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Alright. Cause of mutation. Oh shit. I forgot I forgot about all of this, and I'm very excited. Cause of mutation. Give me a D hundred. Thirty-five. Accidental encounter. Some strange stuff. Radiation, energy, chemicals, biologicals, or other strangeness causes the animals to mutate. Now we gotta talk about some shit, Jeff. Yeah. Because this will help us understand why why Bazooka Joe is in a fucking floating, like, super technology chair. So what I think this was. Yes. If it was an accidental thing, mm-hmm. I think um Okay, go with me here. I'm ready. Hollywood actor Joe Pesci. Stop it. No. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, sorry. I'm here. I'm with you. In the distant future of the year 20, December of 2019. Son of a bitch. (laughs) It is unearthed that Joe Pesci has been uh, experimenting with cosmic radiation. Such that he might achieve immortality and delight us with his acting forever. All right, wait, because in the future now, we have already just changed the fate of fucking Sir Mix-a-Lot is a mob boss, and now Joe Pesci is fucking Bruce Banner, and I love it. I love are it. You, okay. Are you going to tell me that any of these things are unrealistic, no, given everything that I'm has not. happened so I'm just far. so happy that on our brand now, it's in the future, celebrities don't like buy yachts anymore. They try to become superheroes and fucking crime lords. They're like, I have so much influence and power and money. I'm going to experiment with gamma radiation. Yeah, so Joe, the, the Hollywood actor Joe Pesci mm-hmm. 
is experimenting with cosmic radiation. Yes. And, and blasts himself such that he might become immortal and emerges out of it a two-foot-tall, <laughs> hyper-intelligent mouse. Okay. Can I can I set up the scene for that then? Because that visual is one of the most hilarious things that I, I can't even like I can't laugh because I'm so like in awe of the fact that Joe Pesci from fucking casino <laughs> is like Right, Joe <laughs> Pesci from Boat Trip or from Gone Fishing. <laughs> yeah, from Gone Fishing is like you know, has the resources to build a, a secret gamma radiation testing facility. It's in a, strap me in to his assistant and it's strapped into a fucking chair. And it's like, no matter how much I tell you to stop the machine, don't stop the machine until I've transformed into an immortal. And it's just being blasted by like a fucking cannon. Mr. Pesci, I think that this... Don't you think that we should have safety protocols? I don't need safety protocols. I was in Goodfellas. Equals <laughs> a lever. You think I need safety protocols? Hit the machine. And the, the poor, like, assistant who is, of course, none other than... You know who, you know who I think the lab extra is? Who is the lab tech, Jeff? The lab tech, the one person that, uh tries to stop this madness is our once is America's once in future conscience Carly Rae Jepsen <laughs> what the fuck is happening she's in <laughs> she's in okay so Carly J Rae Jepsen is uh her music has influenced so many people and has changed so many lives that she signs on for Joe Pesci's immortality project of the future Right. right, like because it's you know it's it's well, it's, it's it's for the good of mankind, and it's I think that he's assembled a think tank of the best and brightest. Uh, okay, so it's Joe Pesci, um, Carly, Carly Rae Jepsen, uh, fucking of course De Niro. Yeah, right. They're they're inseparable. No, it's Jeff. It's the cast of Goodfellas with Carly Rae. Just with Carly Rae. <laughs> Carly Rae tagging along. It's like all the mobsters. They assembled the cast and crew of Goodfellas, and they said, we need somebody to tell us if we've gone too far. Yes. Carly Rae. <laughs> we need the conscience. Oh, shit. Okay, so Carly Rae is the lab. By the way, I, uh, listeners, if this is your first time listening to All My Fantasy Children, I'm good. not sorry. Yeah, good. <laughs> Welcome to the fucking podcast. All right, so Carly Rae is, like, crying, holding the lever, like, Joe, it's going too far. Because, like, imagine Joe Pesci in a chair, like, being <laughs> literally melted by camera <laughs> his skin peeling off his face, ears jutting out, like, his ears growing to gigantic. He's like, no! Carly Rae is like, I had to stop it! And he's like, don't turn off the machine! <laughs> And out the smoke, the smoke clears. Carly Ray runs into the chamber. And there's just black smoke, right? It's just of, black of smoke. And from it, we just hear laughter. <laughs> <laughs> and there's just a two-foot mouse in the high boots. Yeah, that's part, they're, or get, they're part of the biochemistry. Good. They're like made of chitin. Good. Very good. Extremely okay. good. All right, this is the most incredible thing ever. And okay, so the chair. So all right, so obviously this whole thing made Joe Pesci turn into Bazooka Joe Pesci, right? Which is this mouse with super hearing, super teeth, just super an overall in- badass, just not super very intelligence. Tall. Yeah, I mean, I need. To emph- well, he was already a genius. He yeah, was already- he was already a genius. 
that I think the 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 downside is like super digging, you know, but for land travel, Joe is bipedal, but knows that the only way to really show off how much of a genius you are is to create a fucking throne that floats through the air. Well, I, I've got something for you. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm gonna peel back the curtain a little bit. Here, I hope that's okay. Okay. Before we started, Aaron, you said to me you wanted a good old-fashioned All My Fantasy Children quest. I do. Uh... So let me pitch something to you. Okay. Joe Pesci comes out <laughs> of the laser of the gamma radiation testing facility, a two-foot mouse and knee-high boots, super intelligence, su- super hearing, claws, teeth, digging ability. He looks at Carly Ray and he says, you were right. We've gone too far. <laughs> but now Joe Pesci has a life's purpose. He has his purpose. And it is not merely to delight us on stage and screen. He has to stop. The other members of the elite Hollywood think tank. <gasps> Holy shit! What have they done, Jeff? All sorts of, like, terrifying sci-fi monstrosities are being built, and he has to fight them. With his chair, oh. and with Carly Rae Jepsen on a motorcycle. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. So, the think tank, Jeff, the cast of fucking Goodfellas, which is like, what, Ray Liotta? Ray Liotta, De Niro. Yes. Okay, we'll just stick with Ray Liotta and De Niro for now. They, I think they, um, have like, comp- they are turning people into monstrosities. Or are they monstrosities themselves as well? Uh, I don't see why it can't be both. Yes, they have, they have cr- recruited an army of robots and monsters and all sorts yes, of things. Yes, all sorts of techno sci fi horrors. And they have set up a, ooh, Jeff. Because I'm I'm seeing this vision. I'm seeing the vision of Carly Rae on the motorcycle, right? This, like, really badass, futuristic yeah. mute motorcycle. And in the sidecar is Bazooka Joe Pesci with, like, basically in a car seat with the oh. floating chair, like, well, locked I think in. The chair, I think the chair attaches to the motorcycle. Yeah, yes, and, like, yes, And, floats yes. above it. Okay. And they're riding toward, like, this super technological, like, almost like Wily's castle in Mega Man. Mm-hmm. This, like, you know... Or it's just their fortress. They're heading toward basically De Niro and uh, Ray Liotta, which combined, they are the league of... Bad fellas. Stop it. (laughs) Jeff, you're a fucking comedic genius. (laughs) All right. So they... (laughs) The league of bad fellas! Short the bad fellas. The bad fellas. So they have to head toward this, like, basically, they're heading toward, like, a castle. Basically, it's become Castlevania. Castle Badfella, yeah. Castle Badfellas, and they have to fucking fight through all these monstrosities and, like, horrible techno beasts. Well, and I think that the quest is that, like, they have to find Castle... It's like a whole saga, right? Oh, where ba- of this course. This is basically a 90s cartoon where every episode they have to, like, stop an evil monster, learn a lesson, and then, like, the end of it they're like, we've got a clue. We're closer. Yes. Exactly. And Ray Liotta and De Niro, like, taunt them. Like, they leave clues. They want to be found. Because I think the thing is, they need, they need Bazooka Joe Pesci for something. I don't think Bazooka Joe knows that yet. But I think if they can, like, capture him, they'll unlock the secret of, like, how to do this perfectly. Yeah. Because I think their creations are, like, a little imperfect, a little not well-rounded as Bazooka Joe Pesci. 
And I think if they can, like, break him down and see what he's made of, the bad fellas, they can unlock, like, this true secret of immortality and becoming, like, really badass Teenage Mutant Ninjas. Also, I need There's an important detail that I've been thinking about, and I can't hold it in any longer. Okay. When they're on the Carly Rae Jepsen battle bike. Of course. (laughs) Yes. Trademark. Bazooka Joe Pesci has on adorable goggles oh there's yes absolutely um right and also yeah of course one of those old-timey 1920s like hats you know that mr burns wears in his car yeah that yes i'm thinking that's like kind of the outfit and carly ray is like bulma from dragon ball right where she's like she's the tech like she has no powers i think she has some kind of thing like like a glove or a pair of like rocket boots and has like an array of gadgets that at any time she like fires out and like you know what i mean this is the stupidest thing. <laughs> this might top filter is. Are you kidding? This is literally the best episode we've ever had. This is a, this is good. This is extremely. There good. have been a lot of new people joining us lately, and I want to exceed their expectations, Jeff, because I see a lot of people binging. Welcome to the fun, guys. I see you starting at zero and working your way up. I want you to get to this episode and be like, "Wow, what have I spent all that time on?" No. Don't think that. Don't second guess yourself. We just created a new fucking universe, y'all. We have fantasy, sure. But what if this is our new, like, this is our new IP, Jeff? This is it. We've made like we've this, done. this world of like Bazooka Joe Pesci and Carly <laughs> Ray and like not the adventures they go on, but like maybe the colorful cast of characters that they meet in their world. Like, why can't we have uh, a fantasy version in Cyberpunk 2020? We already did, but what if it's like, not connected, but like an alternate little thing that we have. This is good. This is a good episode. This is amazing. So do they ever get what they want? Do they ever stop the bad fellows? Um, I think eventually it definitely comes to a final confrontation. I don't want to say for I no, I think they have to eventually stop them, right? Like they've yeah. got to win. They win in the end, but I think it's a there's a long road ahead of them. Yes. There's definitely an entire toy line's worth of monsters for them to fight. Before they get to the Badfellas, Castle Badfellow playset. Like, you know how when you beat Mega Man, like, you beat all the bosses and you go to Wily's Castle, you have to fight all the bosses again? Yeah. That's how we're going to string this show out, where it's like, once they get to, you know, Castle Badfellas, they're like, welcome to our bad... I don't know why the fucking announcer (laughs) is... Ray Liotta. Ray Liotta's like, hey, hey, welcome, and here no, all I, the no, guys. No, no, you cut that, because Ray Liotta <laughs> sounds like Dracula. Ray, Ray Liotta. Liotta. <laughs> Ray Liotta has infected himself with vampirism. Oh, stop, he's a Dracula. Dracula. <laughs> Ray Liotta is now Dracula. Oh, my god. Okay, Welcome to is- Castle Bad, fellas. <laughs> what is wrong? Is fucking De Niro a mummy, a werewolf, or a swamp person? Uh, De Niro's a brain in a jar. <laughs> I jumped out of my chair. I don't care if you hear my creaky chair, <laughs> listeners. That is okay. Wait. Look, the next three years get real weird. <laughs> Look, I don't care how long this episode. We're only at, right now, we're at like 35 minutes. And with editing, that's like 32. Let's talk about Ray Liotta and fucking, <laughs> let's talk about this and De Niro. So De Niro is a brain in a jar. Yeah. I kind of want to, okay, is that all it is? Or is it also, ooh, or is it, does it have some kind of apparatus as well? 
it attaches to different apparatus. Yes. That, okay, that's what I'm thinking as well. Like, this is something like, I don't, apparatuses? Apparati. Apparati. That's what I'm going with. It attaches to a bunch of different robot bodies. Yes, like anything. Ooh, I like the idea of Count uh, Ray Liotta making, uh, like, they create a giant gun, and in, like, to power the gun, they have to put in the fucking jar. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right, of course. Yes, 100% yes. So, yeah, so the Robert De Niro cannon, and it's like, fire, like, give me, this is the visual I'm giving you. They're they're riding toward Castle Badfellas, and they're in their yeah, uh, right. Carly Re- Jepsen's battle cycle. Was it the battle bike? And Carly Re- Jepsen's battle bike. They're racing toward, and all this. They're like, look, look in the distance, uh, Bazooka Joe Pesci. There's Castle Badfellas, and he's like, my God, because he sees the cannon on the on the on the. <laughs> he's the, pointing at the yeah, <laughs> and they're firing, and Carly Rae is swerving, and look out! And Bazooka Joe is firing back, but it's no use. This cannon is just too big, so they have to take shelter in like a hollowed out tree. And in that hollowed out tree is one escaped monster from Castle Badfellas that shows them like the underground passage, right? That yeah, gets right. them into Castle Badfellas, but in there is its own series of perils because this is sure. fucking yeah, Castlevania right. and so this is like the quest man I it's got really it good. I got what I wanted also I, I know that we've said it several times uh, but I'm just now realizing that the name should be the Carly Rae jet bike honestly I don't need to be here <laughs> <laughs> I just realized that that's what the name should be I can just like sit here and be like so Jeff um, <laughs> what about a ham sandwich? You'd be like, all right, its name is Hamtron, and it's a robot that's powered by love. And I'd be like, well, I didn't do anything again. Another, well, another hit episode, kids. Like, <laughs> okay, so the Carly Ray jet bike, the Carly Ray jet bike. Holy fuck, that's so good. Does it also have? No, I don't think it has weapons. No, no, no. The Bazooka Joe Pesci's the weapon. Yes, he's the. Fu- oh my god, he's got these on the chair. So good, he's got the chair, but it doesn't go. I will say the reason they have to ride the bike is because it doesn't go fast. The chair. Well, yeah, that's why he has to attach it to the bike. It hovers. It doesn't really like fly. It's just like ticka, 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 ticka. like you know when flying Nimbus goes slowly, it makes that little sound. That yeah, ticka, ticka. that's kind of the speed that I'm thinking here. Good. This is extremely good. This is literally the greatest thing we've ever created. Big Jeremy be damned. <laughs> Iron Hill and all the cast of characters. This is our new thing, guys. We're deleting fantasy from it. No, okay. it's we're done. We've got we're we're bil- like we're going to be billionaires. Yeah. Like if you guys want to invest in this now, like for $100,000, you can get like a 1% stake in all yeah. my fantasy children if you want to get on board now. Now, to be fair, like, we should we should be fundraising now because we are going to be sued. Yeah, oh, no question. Carly Rae <laughs> Jepsen is going to crush us. Like, her lawyers will just be like, no. <laughs> so, I, I did want to, like, I did want to circle back on something. Okay, okay, please. We were talking, we, you, you said you wanted to talk about Ray Liotta and Robert De Niro. Yes, yes, I forgot we didn't. Yeah, I think I turned into a gun and then my brain just went out of I control. know like the back of my hand Ray Liotta's origin story and I wanted to share it with you oh no please then we're gonna go to the jar because I don't care we don't have to wrap this up anytime soon you know the new mummy with Tom Cruise yeah it did it did super well heard it was great it is the first proposed film in a new dark universe of like universal monster movies 
Mm-hmm. So I'm I assuming Dracula comes out in like 2018, 2019. Oh my god, Jeff. So obviously Ray Liotta infects himself with vampirism to improve his chances of getting cast as Dracula in the new Dracula film. <laughs> he didn't even book it, and he's just like, I know what I can do to get my chances better. He fucking <laughs> stabs himself in the ribcage with some kind of serum and turns into yeah. fucking Count Dracula. Right, that's, right? That's the no, only that's, thing that makes it's sense. It's totally true. And then they cast fucking Eddie Redmayne. Yeah. <laughs> of course. And then Ray Liotta's like, no, there was time for me. This was my time to rise. Yeah, and then he, that's when he, fo- Ray Liotta is the person that betrays the Joe Pesci brain trust and forms the bad fellas. Oh my god. Oh my god. And then, okay, okay, so damn, Ray Liotta, like, runs the bad fellas. Right, which so, makes sense, he's Dracula now. Uh, yes, exactly, he is Dracula <laughs> now, and <laughs> of course, that makes complete sense. And, okay, so we also, oh, excuse me, I'm keeping that in. Um, <laughs> So we also have Robert De Niro, who becomes a brain in a jar. So, w- what I'm thinking is, <laughs> as all... As all great stories have, uh, I'm thinking like, remember like Hollow Man, that terrible movie where he like tries to become With invisible. Kevin Bacon, or something? Yeah. Yeah. So it's not horrible, but I'm thinking that everybody's getting cool superpowers, right? You know what I mean? Like Robert Jr. hears about the bad fellas, hears about Bazooka Joe Pesci and just wants <laughs> in on this sweet action. He's a little right, longer. Sure. He's a little longer in the tooth. So he's like, I can be hip. Like, I I can have cool fucking powers. So just, like, goes to a back alley fucking gamma ray cannon. And it just annihilates him. And it just, and they have to just put his brain in a jar so that he lives. All right, so De Niro is blasted away in a back alley fucking gamma radiation cannon. And it's a brain in a jar now. And right. it's a brain in a jar. Has We'll say some telekinetic powers and is not is not the star of this operation. Yeah, is definitely the second in command villain. <laughs> okay. So do you want to rap? Or my question to you is, should we roll on D D tables for Bazooka Joe Pesci? I don't know that those tables exist. So, listeners, for all of you wondering what's happening right now, Jeff and I are trying to find on D&D Wiki tables that make sense for Zubazuka Joe Pesci. Alchemist. We have an alchemist background. I like this. I like this. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Give me a D8 for personality trait. I got a three. I'm not the best around people, probably because I'm a horrific mouse creature. (laughs) I think it's just that Bazooka Joe Pesci is a little snobby. <laughs> I don't even think it's snobby. I think it's just, you know what it is? Is that like, he's just a little curmudgeonly. Like he's a Joe Pesci character. So he's yeah. just a little bit like grumpy. He's cranky. He's a cranky boy. Cranky boy with a heart of fucking gold. Yeah. Like anytime that Carly Ray, like say Bazooka Joe Pesci has the finishing blow. And Carly Ray is like, oh, good job, Joe. He's like, whatever. Yeah. What, sure. well, let's, so yeah, what it definitely is, is like the episode starts. We meet some people in, like, a city, a monster comes, and they have to, like, run, and Joe Pesci and Carly Rae show up on the Carly Rae jet bike, and they investigate, and at first, Joe Pesci's like, ah, we have work to do, I don't want to be here, and Carly Rae's like, boss, we gotta help these people out, so they go, and they fight the monster, and at the end of it, they're like, you saved us, and he goes, yeah, I guess I did, (laughs) 
I love this because it also has that cute, like young and old, you know, yeah. like counterpoint where it's like Joe Pesci's like, I need a nap. <laughs> and Carly like sleeps in the obviously every time they're in the Carly Rae jet bike. Uh, Bazooka Joe Pesci is quietly napping in the sidecar and his right, chair just like sure. drooling yeah. away. And Carly Rae kind of looks over to him as like, Oh, Bazooka Joe. It's like, you know, and they kind of have that like not mentor relationship, but like this was her boss. Right. You know what it's I a, mean? It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a little bit Doctor Who. Like it's a little bit Doctor and Companion yeah. where it's like they're both, they're both learning from each other. Exactly. The, there's generational differences, but they both have a lot to learn and teach one another. All right, roll me a d6. Five, Ant. I'm willing to do anything to protect the group. Oh. That makes sense. That makes sense. Carly Ray saved his soul. Yeah. So I think he, he would really do anything to protect her. He would literally sacrifice everything to keep Carly Ray safe. Because this is a dangerous world. Oh, I think there's a moment right at the end where, like, where, like, Ray Liotta Dracula has, like, sprung a trap. And it's like, you can save, you can save Carly Ray, or you can stop me and like, let's Ray Liotta get away. And he's like, we'll fight him another day. And then Carly Ray's like, I could have gotten out. And she reveals that she had like cracked his code or something. And he's like, it doesn't matter. He's like, I couldn't have taken that chance. Can I tell you a secret that Carly Ray will keep forever? Yeah. She actually did turn off the machine. Mm. She stopped it. I think she knew it was going to kill him. He would have, like, lost himself in the mouse yeah. body, and so she, like, turned it off the last second. But I think it's something she'll keep to the grave. Like, she will yeah. never reveal to him never. that, mm-hmm. like, this power that he has in his life is, uh, he owes to Carly Rae. Yep. All right, roll me a <laughs> D6 for a bond. <laughs> this fucking episode is, <laughs> this is bonkers. This is ridiculous. All right. Five, Ant. Anyone who saves my life has proven to be trustworthy. Oh. I mean, that's exactly what we were just saying. Damn, that's deep. Roll me a d6 for a flaw. One, horse. I have accidentally killed people with my creations. The guilt eats at me sometimes. So he invented, (laughs) he discovered gamma radiation, right? Yes! Yes! He's fucking killed people! Well, it's not, he hasn't directly killed people. It's that he and he discovered gamma radiation, right? Like, and everybody started using it and all of Hollywood has turned into like horror monsters. Yes. Oh my God, Jeff, Castle fucking Badfellas is just, every monster they fight is a new celebrity. <laughs> and we got, that means we got cameos for days. That's name recognition. Holy shit, Jeff, we're going to be rich. But yeah, so he, he constantly has this, ooh, so this quest is like a responsibility. Yeah. To, st- to end what he's started yes damn this is like a fucking this turn all right like all jokes aside which is impossible in an episode <laughs> starring carly ridge jepson and fucking bazooka joe pesci but we actually kind of made a story that ruled. Here. like that rule that, that story fucking ruled. ruled oh my god if you wanted something else today i'm sorry fucking bazooka joe pesci's on the menu and I hope you had a nice meal, because that's a fucking wrap. That's a wrap. God damn. Ah, I wanted it a quest. Mm-hmm. I wanted an adventure. And I, I don't know one. if you noticed, but I kind of just, I sat in the sidecar and you were Carly Ray. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I occasionally fired a bazooka, but they just like went right into the ground. You were, I owe everything to you in this episode. I'm Bazooka Joe Pesci. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, thank you so much to Quinn Wilson. Quinn is the host of Swallows of the South, uh, which is a wonderful, amazing, uh, exalted actual play podcast. A group of improvisers on the West Coast playing exalted. It is very intense and emotional. It is very good. You can find that at swallowsofthesouth.com. Thank you so much for your prompt. This was a very good prompt and a very good episode. If you'd like to uh, submit a prompt of your own for possible use in an episode, there are so many fun ways you can do that. And there are indeed. You can tweet at us at AMFC underscore podcast. You can use the hashtag fantasy children. Uh, you can post on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash all my fantasy children. You can also email us if your prompt is a little longer at all my fantasy children at gmail.com. Um, or you can post it to our discord, the link to which is pinned to our Twitter. Yeah, we have. All right. So there's I have like there's some announcements we got to make, y'all. Yes, there are some so, announcements. Um, one, uh, I've received help recently from Twitter user Panmore. Not only has submitted some like crazy, beautiful artwork like oh, the Swift Wind one. Amazing. But also has been helping build our Wikipedia, our wiki page, our wiki. Oh, really? Yes. Awesome. Um, the wiki is currently up. It's at. Hold on. I think it's. Yeah, it's all my fantasy children are like Wikia. Like, so if you search it, and also Panmorn has a podcast that they're starting up that's called uh, Now Kisscast. Oh, are they doing Now Kisscast? I saw that. I saw that. And they yes, know they were yes, doing it. yes, that's yes. Awesome. So make sure to start following them at Now Kisscast at Twitter. Um, and start, you know, supporting everybody's fucking work, people. It's awesome. It's a fun thing. Yeah. Uh, if you'd like to contribute to our work, there's a way you can do that. It's called our Patreon page. Right. Uh, we have tons of cool reward tiers and just neat stuff. And we have an extra thing called, like, all my fantasy secrets and blah, blah, blah. And it's really cool. It's a great way to show us that you believe in our little, little uh, podcast. Yep. Uh, and also a special thank you to M Chambers, our newest backer on Patreon. Yes. Uh, you can also, if you want to support the show, leave us a nice iTunes review. Give us uh, some love on social media, a word of mouth recommendation to a friend. All of those things help us do bigger, better, and cooler things, such as, but not limited to, uh, live performances. I always forget when it is. It is July 22nd. Uh, it is at the Kitchen Table Gallery in Philadelphia. It is part of the Philadelphia Podcast Festival, which is an amazing collection of live podcast recordings of all different genres and styles. It's a pretty crazy set of weeks, and it's really exciting. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. So if you're in the area, make it on down, and we'll hang out. It'll yeah. be cool. Um, also, there's another podcast that has a live show at the Philly Podcast Festival. It's called Party of One. I was, I was hoping that you were just going to leave it off at that, and I was going to say, yep, it's called Sawbones. It's called Sawbones. <laughs> yes, Party of One is an actual play podcast hosted by yours truly, uh, in which we play two-player role-playing games. Every week I sit down with a guest one-on-one, -on -one and we play a short, intense RPG. Uh, this week we played a game called Dogs in the Vineyard, which is about uh, Mormonish cowboys in, the, in a magical, realist Old West. It's very cool. It's a real good episode. It sounds really awesome. It ruled. It was real good. So make sure you check that out. Thank you for hanging out with us while we went on this magical adventure, everybody. Yeah. It means the world. And until next time, good, good night, night and, and good, good game. game.